Hello and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia and I am here today with my co-host Ashley. And we are here to talk about Season 2 of Shadow and Bone. Now, we did a podcast about Season 1, right? Yep. Uh, isn't that kind of fun? We've had this podcast long enough now that we've worked, th- we're getting on to like the next season of the show. That's true. <laughs> I feel like that first season came out a while before we yeah. had the podcast, though. Did it really? I don't know. I don't it, there was quite a gap between season one and two. Yeah, because they didn't know they were even going to get a season two. Mm-hmm. And I think they filmed season one quite a while before they ever released it, even. Yeah. Because that, that right. was all like pandemic nonsense. That's sure. how long ago it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I was still. That. I mean, I think we're still getting content that was filmed then. Yeah, that's crazy. Or at least thought about. Yeah. But. We got the whole group back, which always is impressive. Delights me. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's a Netflix show. It's technically a YA series, mm-hmm. and um, none of them probably had contracts in stone for the next season because we didn't. They didn't know they were going to get one. Sure. So I think that's cool that everybody wanted to come back because mm-hmm. that must have been. A good time. Yeah, yeah. Well, they all seem to get along really yeah, well. Yeah, they do. Which is fun, and they're not kids. Like, I think no. they're all in their 20s and 30s, and yeah. Ben's... 40. Like, yeah, in Something. his 40s. He's the old fart there. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there are other actors on the show That's older true. than him. That's he has true. a mother. <laughs> he has a mother in the show. I love her. Oh. Uh, Where to begin, truly? Well, let's begin with the books. Just to get it out of the way. Okay. Um, I read Siege, Siege, Sage, Siege. Siege. I, that word is hard for me. <laughs> and Storm, which is the second book in the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Because I was under the impression that the second season was going to be the second book. Mm. I don't know if I heard that somewhere or just assumed that... I feel like it's a pretty safe assumption. Yeah, I also, I just feel like somewhere along the way that thought was confirmed um maybe not or maybe that changed because if i had known (laughs) that season two was going to be books two and three i would have also read book three (laughs) yes and that is what i'd say about the season it felt like a lot was crammed into that it was was 10 episodes or something i kind of wish i'd been able to read the third book to get a better handle on like was that necessary i'm not sure if it was because watching it I'll just say it right now. I did not like it as much as the first season. There are elements I really enjoyed, and there are other elements that really felt messy. Yeah. I I, I guess, yeah, I see what you're saying. It felt very jumbled and chaotic. Yeah. Um, All the different things they were trying to do, it felt like a lot. But that being said, I didn't feel like some of those things, if they only had them, I think it would have been boring. You know, so I'm not sure. I don't know. Like, there's certain things that I'd be like, oh, maybe I take that out, but I haven't read the main series, so I don't know how relevant they all are to overarching plot lines. The thing about the second book, and I, I get the impression this whole series is like this because the first book was similar, is it's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nothing really happens. Yeah. There's like 
three big events Mm -hmm. that happen over the course of 350 pages or whatever. Um, And most of it's just Alina leading an army, doing political things, moving and shaking, and it's boring. Um, So, like, in that regard... You didn't need to take that much from book two. You probably could have wound in book three. I take more issue with the creative liberties, I guess, that Mm. were dragged in. Okay. That, like, and I'm I'm sure it was trying to hurry up and get up to speed to where we start in Six of Crows. Yeah. Because they started to plant the seeds for that. Yeah. But how they roped the crows into this season felt very messy to me. I I do... See, it's hard for me because it's like... I don't think there was a single moment of the show that I wasn't, like, enjoying watching. Yeah, That's where I struggle with it because it's like, I love the characters so much. I love their relationships. I love their banter. I enjoy them all, especially the crows. So, Mm -hmm. I do agree with you. Like, I think them coming and going and always being involved in the main storyline was a little unnecessary and a little messy. Um, but I still enjoy. Well, and I, I don't. I'm not saying that like that shouldn't have happened because I'm glad that they roped them in. I'm glad that we have made this ensemble cast even bigger. I'm very impressed, for the most part, of their weaving two completely yeah. different series together from different timelines. Me too, and I don't. I don't feel like that stance because I had that stance for the first season. Yeah. That hasn't changed for me. Yeah, it just felt like. This was stretching it, it a little bit because little the whole bit. mission where they like go to find the magic sword, yeah, that, was that doesn't exist anywhere. Yeah, to to my knowledge, maybe it's in the third maybe. Shadow and Bone book. I doubt it. Yeah. Um. So that was like a desperate attempt to rope them in. I felt, mm-hmm. and it just felt a little sloppy. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the butterfly trip scene. That yeah. felt a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, desperate. Mm-hmm. I liked that we got some backstory from everybody. Yeah, but like it just that. seemed a little hokey. <laughs> See, I have a weird perspective of the only book that I've read is Six of Crows, and I just started Crooked Kingdom, but after I watched the show. And um, it's interesting to see them just, like, take chunks yeah. of that book and chuck it into the storyline. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little, like, I'm glad that we're getting it. I'm like, this is good, this is good, this is good. But it is kind of sh- reshuffling the pacing of Six of Crows. Mm-hmm. And I think very early on when watching season two, I was like, I wonder if they're going to build up to the big plot, overarching plot storyline of the first Six of Crows book because it's like a world-changing event yeah. that the crows just happen to get wrapped up in. Right. And I was like, oh, that might be a good crescendo like to go into that and maybe even wrap it in with the Dark Lane or whatever. And mm-hmm. then like we just plowed through the main trilogy source material, I think. It seems like it. And maybe there's more in book three that we're going to explore, but... I don't know. <laughs> like, the, the spoiler alerts, full spoiler alerts, like, the Dark Lane is dead yeah. at the end, I mean, as far as we know, at the end of... They burned his body, so I yeah. don't know that they could bring him back. I mean, yes. They kind of led us to believe that maybe Alina's going to be bad news, yeah. or maybe Nikolai is going to be bad news. Yeah. Could go either way. Or both of them together, mm-hmm. or whatever. 
and um, they did not end it from, because I looked up the Wikipedia page, like, the third book of the original trilogy, which is Alina's story and the Darkling story, mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty sure it says, like, they, f- she and, not Archie, what's his name? Mal. Mal. Um, like, maybe at the end, what did they say, like, they fake their deaths? Yeah, and run away? away together, yeah. And so I could see that happening. Sure. Especially if she's, like, dark Alina for a while, which well, is kind of cool. I think that might happen in the third book. Okay, okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. I've seen, like, TikToks that have talked about that a little mm-hmm. bit, like, leading us to believe that, oh, this is going to happen because it's what happened in the book. Yeah. Haven't read it yet. Yeah. Um, so there, there probably is more that yeah. we haven't gotten out of that book, but they did seem to, like, the Firebird thing, Mal being the Firebird, yeah. that was, I think, the plot point in the third okay. book. Okay. See, that's the biggest thing I think that felt like a stretch to me in the show. Which, but I don't know I how much figured, of it's accurate or not. I figured, like, yeah, it probably is how the books go. Yeah. Just knowing that it's her, like, first series and it's a YA series and, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't feel like as much of a stretch when you're reading the books. Maybe, it felt a little bit like a stretch when you're watching the show. Maybe we should back up and walk through the plot <laughs> yeah. of the show for Mavia. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot going on. It would be there, there is a lot going on, and I'm not going to remember it well, and I'm not going to remember it in chronological order by mm-hmm. any means. But we start off with um, Alina and Mal on the run mm-hmm. from the Darkling, mm-hmm. and then they run into Nikolai, who is Sturmhand, who is a privateer. A pirate. A privateer. Um, with his crew, and he has a flying ship. Yeah. Um, and she wants to go and destroy the fold. Uh, she needs to find the sea whip to do that, which is a dragon. Okay. Which we blow through in the beginning of Siege and Storm. Mm-hmm. And we blow through in the beginning of this second season. Yeah, they look- capture a dragon, okay, and yeah. kill it. It takes them two seconds. The reason she's doing this is because we... Creatures have, like, bits of them that, like, you can attach to you and it amplifies your power. They're amplifiers, so that's what she needs in order to destroy the fold. Um, I think they know at this point that there's legends of a third amplifier or whatever, yeah. but she's she wants to try it with just two. Like, they don't want to waste time. Um, she can't do it. The Darkling shows up. He has these shadow creatures, Nichivoya or whatever. They have weird names for everything. <laughs> well, it's yeah. it's like it's the it's Ravken, right? It's yeah. a language, and I think it's inspired by Russian, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know that for sure. It means um, nothing. There the nothings, nothings. Yeah. yeah, but they're awful, like, and they like will shadow demon thing tear you limb from limb. Yeah, um, he can't control them. He, yeah, I don't know if we know that at this point. Mm. That's like a reveal. I don't know yeah. if it's at this moment or later on. Um, I think they just get away mm-hmm. at that point. The fold's still there. They get away from the Darkling. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, they are they are captured by an army, and it's revealed that Nikolai is the son of a king. Yes. Um, and so they're safe there. And they go to the palace. And this is where she was before, right? Um, well, yes. It's the same yes, king? Uh, yes, yes. Because, like, she was living with a dark man at the little palace where the Grisha live. But they did go to the main palace. And yeah. that's when she showed her powers for so the first time. So her people are here again. Yeah. She's back with Zoya. And, um, Janya's gone. She's still with the dark man. Um, 
But anyway, she's like, Elena's back on familiar ground. Um, The Crows have picked up a new member. Yeah. Wylan. And they're having issues with Pekka Rollins owning the Crow Club or buying the Crow Club. I can't Mm -hmm. remember now. Yeah, he, he, well, he like killed Helena. The, the, in Kaz. Helene. Helene, yeah. And Kaz had left the deed of the Crow Club Club. with her. Yeah. And they killed Helene and took over. That's right. The Gilded or whatever place is called. And then also the Crow Club. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what hijinks ensue. Kaz ultimately blows up the Crow Club. Yeah, he does. Um, they have acquired Nina as well at mm-hmm. this point, or they do at some point, I think. Uh, Inej tracks her down because they need a heart render. Yes. So she tracks down Nina and offers for her to join them. Yeah. Which she takes her up on. I love Nina and Inej, okay? They are like, you know, the female friendship thing that's like a thing now. Yeah. It started in those books. Like, they were a thing. They were just this tight-knit little bestie group. Mm -hmm. And they have portrayed that in the show already. Like, they barely know each other in the show. And... There, I love Nina joining the crows because she does this because she's trying to get Matthias out of prison. Yes, that's right. Um, she, I just love that. It was probably my favorite part of the season. Oh, she's her interacting with all of them. She's a gift no matter what she does. Their group needs that Mm -hmm. because, like, Jesper and Inez will do whatever Kaz says and they don't give him shit and they don't push back as hard as they should. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they'll question him, but they always give in to him. And Nina's like, hold up. She's just in the corner like, really? This guy? She's (laughs) the mom. (laughs) I just love her. She's wonderful. (laughs) Yes, that's right. So she is trying to get Matthias out of prison. Matthias still hates her Mm -hmm. um, and is wrongfully imprisoned at the moment. We spend a little time with him. Yeah, we peek in at him every couple episodes. Ultimately, he ends up in prison with Pekka Rollins. I thought that was an awesome twist. That, that did not happen cool. in the book. That was a great ad. Yeah. I loved how they tied that in. Backing up again, um, Kaz says that he can get get Matthias out of prison if she helps them on their little missions. Well, I think he basically says he can't do that, but he can get her to visit him or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. And then somewhere later in the show, he's like find a way basically to her maybe even at the end of the season I'm not sure (laughs) yeah I don't remember all the details because because that's one of the things Pekka Rollins promises her that he can get Matthias out of prison yeah and you think maybe Nina's gonna betray them right she doesn't (laughs) um and I'm foggy on those things like what actually happened in there's Six of Crows. a lot of the crows do a lot of different things and like, a lot of it i mean certain parts were from the books yes and mm-hmm. certain things weren't and some of like it's so believable mm-hmm. that i don't remember what's real and what's not oh yeah <laughs> um one of the things and they cool moved is... things out of the timeline obviously yeah. so it's like yeah this happened but it was actually in crooked kingdom or something like that 
You're finding out more about all of their backstories, which I liked about this season. Like, you're finding out why Kaz is the way that he I is. I mean, mostly just him. He had the most one. We dealt with Jesper, though, too. A little bit, yeah. And, um, not as much in that as I didn't feel like. No, not yet. But I think we maybe talked about her a little bit in season one. I can't really remember. We, well, she was looking for her brother. Yeah, and we, like, knew about the, like, whorehouse past for her and everything in that season. But Um, that was also, the Kaz backstory was one of my favorite elements of Six of Crows, and I thought they portrayed that perfectly. Oh, it was just, like, what I imagined. It it was was. absolutely perfect. It was amazing. I loved that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because he and his brother came to the city. They're, you know, poor little orphans, and they wanted to get rich. And Pekka Rollins conned them for all they were worth wasn't much probably and then they got sick and his brother died and then he was thought to be dead so he was on the dead body barge with all of the bloated corpses corpses in the river and then he had to swim back and that's why he doesn't like physical contact yeah (laughs) dead bodies that he had to climb over and get through um yeah that was horrifying really well so good so Kaz's main motivation is to get back at Pecker Rollins. Yeah. They play with all the relationships in there. Like, um, Jesper and Wyland apparently, this is different than it was in the books, had a thing before the show Yeah, that was started. a weird ad. I feel like they made really weird choices with them in general. Yeah. Because, like, it wasn't, the relationship wasn't, like, how it was in the books at all. No. I mean, not, like, they didn't interact with each other. That was They similar, were way but... more slow burn. Yeah, they were more slow burning in the books. And they didn't have, like, they, they met for the first time, I mm-hmm. think, or they had, they were new yeah. acquaintances at the beginning mm-hmm. of Six of Crows. They didn't have a previous encounter. No. So I thought that was a weird, I, I It didn't add anything. I didn't, I thought, like, I thought it subtracted. It made it I feel agree. like a little corny almost. Yeah. So I was like, why? That yeah, was weird. Why are we, like, flirt bantering we already? We have found out, maybe it was at the end of the last season, that Jesper... Is also Grisha? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that from the book. Is it in the book? It is. I'm pretty sure. It's okay. even in, It's not even just in Crooked Kingdom. I think it is mentioned at... I think it's mentioned at the end of Six of Crows. Okay. I prob- not possible. It, it could easily be there. I would have missed that. Because so. I think it's like... I think maybe he... There's a scene that they're like handcuffed. And Kaz is like... So they, they, they work some of these elements into this season. So... I don't know how they're going to handle the Ice Castle heist if they do sure. that the next season, because some of those elements they put into the season right. already. Yeah. But there's a season, a uh, season, a scene in, like, the Ice Castle heist where, like, they all get put into, like, a prisoner cart, and sure. Jazz is, like, freaking out. Yeah, I remember that. And, um, I'm pretty sure Jesper maybe, I don't think it's Anish. I think it might be Jesper, and I think he might, at some point during that heist, like, form a key out of metal. Okay, I don't remember. I can't remember for sure, but yeah, he's Grisha. Um, That's why he's such a good shot. Yeah, because he's bending the metal. Yeah, to do it's his will. So cool. He's a great character. Um, And you, I mean, if you had any wonder at the end of last season, like they fully delve into the reality that Kaz and Inej like each other. Oh yes. Beautiful. I love those. Two. <laughs> they're the best part. Ah, uh, they're those wonderful. Two little broken babies. They're so wonderful and they're so perfect. 
gosh, so perfect. I love it. Just remember when I saw the casting. Yeah. Like, for all of them, honestly. Oh, yeah. And I was like, how did they find Cast Brusher? <laughs> I mean, Inesh, like, I, I didn't really doubt them. I was yeah. fully impressed that they found the perfect person, but yeah. I was like, she exists. I was like, Cast Brusher doesn't exist. Yeah. But they found him. <laughs> they found him. He exists. He looks genuinely scary at different parts in that episode. Like just season. perfect, exactly how he's described in Which the book. Which is so funny because if you watch the interviews with Freddie, and he just seems sweet. Yep. Like he, there's mm-hmm. nothing scary about. I him. mean, he's kind of he's, he's a unique looking. He man. has some very he unique looks features. Like Peter Pan grown up. That's how I feel about him. A little bit, yeah. Where there's this, like, he's like, very boyish and very elfin-looking, yeah. his, like, face somehow. Killian so Murphy-esque. Yeah, where he's just like, are you, like, a, like are you one of those... Not like, a human. Irish fairies who are... How old are you? as a changeling. How old have you been 17? <laughs> but if you had a movie where Peter Pan grew up, that's how I would picture him. Fair enough. <laughs> So where did where have we gone from okay, here? Okay, okay, okay. So we didn't talk about one thing, and I was thinking about this, and that thing is, well, basically the dark lane in the plot. Where yeah. It's like, um, he still has like a group of the soldiers that he kind of stumbles across, and some of them want to follow him yes. and take over, and others. We're just kind of following him before, and we're just kind of swept up into well, it. Well, and, and that's where Jenya and right, he like frees her. Man's name, David. David, yeah. Um, he frees Jenya because the soldiers have them captured, right? Mm-hmm. The Ravkin soldiers. Uh, uh, yes, I don't. I get confused by all the different because there's, there's a lot. And Ravka, there's and a lot happening, which we haven't really. No, we haven't been there. The Z- Z- Zemini. Zemini, which we haven't really been there. Nope. And then there's also, we went to the... Shuhan. Shuhan, yes. We did finally go there. Um, yeah, I don't really know the layout well. There are maps in the books, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know which soldiers, but she had been captured, was in a cage, and he freed her. The Darkling freed her. Yeah. Um, so she didn't really... Even if she didn't want to, like, she didn't really have a lot of options. No, no. <laughs> so, she followed him. Um, he was like, my people, and she was like, go. I guess. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. Um, he's been keeping his mom in a cage in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love, she's like my favorite. What is her name? Bagra. Uh, what? Bagra. Bagra. She's the she is the best. She's a gift. So I love her dearly. Uh, um, it's not a kitchen. It's like a, a study or something. Laboratory. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think I don't. How did that happen? Jenya defies him, right? Jenya. Yeah. Well, he wants her to fix him. He's trying and to get fixed. He because that's what she does. She's and, a tailor. And nobody can fix him. But He's she she, she can't do it either. Well, his yeah. I mean yeah, but his face is also messed up. <laughs> yeah, like his hands are messed up. His face is messed up. He's got his demon clouds. And, and he wants like, to be pretty again. Yeah. And, and Jenny's like, sorry, bro. <laughs> it's broken. You're just ugly. You have scratches across your face. I can't fix them. And also during this time period, Alina is seeing him in her dreams. Yeah. They're like communicating. Mm-hmm. She keeps telling herself that it's not really real, it's just dreams. Mm-hmm. But, like it's definitely happening. Mm-hmm. It's the Raylo thing. Right. You know? Well, and that that kind of happened in the book. But it was all just from Lena's point of view. Okay. So I, you know, 
not very perceptive. Um, I was like, she's just making it up. Yeah. I was not really reading between the lines. It might have been more implied that yeah. maybe this was actually happening. But that was kind of fun to see it play out where it's yeah. like, oh, okay, there's there is something physical here. Like yeah. she's not just crazy. They're actually connected yep. somehow. Um, so anyway, at some point, Ingenia and David, I love them too. Well, he, the Darkling maims her. Was that later? Away. That's when they're running. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because she and David are trying to run away because he's right. crazy yeah. and evil. And they're like, nah, we're, we're out. And then they get caught. Yeah. And David escapes and leaves her. Yeah. And that's when she gets maimed by the Darkling. That's yeah. right. And then she, like, got a but broken eye. he got away with the journal, which has more information. It was very relevant in the book. Yeah. Um, and he brings that to Alina, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Um, and, yeah, there's a lot of other things going there's on. There's a lot of, like, world-building lore things that And we have other over. characters because we have Tolia and Tamar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have Nikolai's people. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if there were other super relevant people in that group. But, like, we talk about his parents, the king and queen, and his brother, who is next in line for the throne. Yeah. Like, there's a lot happening. There's a lot of political stuff, which is fun. There's an element of, you know... Is Alina into Nikolai, or is she still in love with Mal? Mal's a oh, little yeah. jealous. Yeah. Uh, it ultimately turns into Nikolai is like, we should be engaged. Yeah, basically. For, you know, politics. Well, yeah, basically she was like, I don't know how the king and queen are going to accept me. I don't know how the people are going to accept us after the Darkling did. And he was like, a marriage. Well, we'll just, you know, join forces. Put the crown behind you and you behind the yeah. crown, and then we'll, you know, have a fake fake fiancé situation. Except they didn't even make it romantic, and I actually really respect I that. I loved it. I loved like, it. Like, there was, like, a hint, I felt, I think, I'm pretty I sure. I think he said, like, he admired her. He's, something. like, into her, but he's very respectful yeah. about it. And he likes male as, like, a friend. The whole book, Siege and Storm, is a love triangle. Yeah. Because it's a YA book. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, like, Mal's off doing fighting rings <sighs> in the, at night because he's upset that Alina is potentially in love with Nikolai. I, I, I have heard, even back in season one, people being like, Mal is such a more likable yeah. character Yeah, well, we actually get to see him, where we barely see him in the books. Yeah. And um, Nikolai was so likable. Like, oh, yeah. he was, you know, kind of a scoundrel. Yeah. Um, Smoozy. Yeah, a little bit in the book, but he didn't feel that way at mm-hmm. all in the He's show. He's kind of dorky even. He was, but also, like, a good leader. Like, I don't know, when we got to that episode where um, his right-hand man died for him. Yeah. It moved me, Bob. (laughs) Um, I was like, what is happening? This is so good. And it felt like, what what were you saying before? Um, Like, an earnestness that we don't often see in Mm -hmm. media. And I was like, oh, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, no, and, like, the twins, like, they love him. They both love him. Right, well, that's just it. He has all these, like, honorable followers who are like, we're going to fight for you, and we believe what in you and what you can do yeah. for the people and, yeah. and he was never skeezy around Elena he felt like he respected her and he respected Mal and he, he did. was they kind were to them both yeah. and right up from the front he was like this doesn't have to be a real marriage you right. know like I'm not asking you for that well and they never get that far it's just an engagement yeah. like they have an engagement party mm-hmm. which I think is where the Darkling shows up yes 
I was reading a summary. Yes. It's the only reason I remember that. Um, and Nikolai's um, brother dies. Does he die? I see. I didn't catch it that. It was a pretty, pretty. Flurry. I didn't catch that because there's so much happening in the but show. But he is like going to be king, so he must die. Yeah, yes, yeah, and I don't know if the actual king is on his way out or if he dies too. Yeah, it's kind of implied that he's not doing well because Jenny's been poisoning him for years. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know if he's actually dead, but uh, Nikolai is next in line for the throne. Yeah, after the engagement party and his brother dies all hell breaks loose, yada yada. Is that how Big Bagrat gets there? Does she get there with Jenya at the same time? Because at some point, Jenya and Bagra align with Alina, and they get away from the Darkling. And I think it's during that whole battle. I think they get there, like, at the end of the battle. Sure. And find Alina. Okay. Because I wasn't sure. I was like, well, how does does Baker get there? Because that's when they go on the whole firebird finding rampage. Right. And we hear the whole backstory about their evil family. Which felt fake. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty pretty fairy tale us. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's exactly how it is in the third book. Yeah. Whatever that book is called. Or even just, like, I know she's written certain, like... Red Rise. Red Lore no. books, Red Rise. too. There's, like, the Book of the Saints. She wrote that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the title. Oh. Ru- Ruin? Ri- Ruin and Rise? I said Red Rising. That's not right. No, that's not right. That's a different series. It is something in Ruin. 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 Rise and Ruin. <laughs> Are you thinking about book three? Ruin and Rising. Okay. It's <laughs> like, it starts with an R. Um... Anyway, that might be very well what the actual lore is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, you know, it was an info dump, and it, it was. was like, oh, really? <laughs> I felt a lot. Now is the special snowflake now? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then we realized there is no whatever bird, firebird, it's Mal. Well, Mal is the firebird. It's, just, it's not not real. It's not we had an actual Caesar, but we had an actual stage. Now we have a stage. A metaphorical we firebird. A, we have a male. Maybe he transforms. You don't know. <laughs> um, and basically like, oh, yeah, he was always drawn to her. And that's what the firebird would do for some reason. And because uh, we're connected. Because they're connected. And he's the cousin of the Darkling, which is kind of weird. Well, I mean, cousin is a stretch. They're of the same bloodline. Yes. You know, cousin means whatever you want it to mean. Yeah, that's true. Um, a descendant of the sister of his mom. Which is this Moroz, Moroz, Moroza, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I can't say any of these <laughs> names. Um, it, we say this name a lot in the show. It's a plot point. Sorry. Past my brain. Um, but anyway, so it's this really big dramatic conundrum of... Which is, yeah, it's supposed to be like, <gasps> gotta kill Mal to get this thing. And it was like, oh. And he's like, do it. And she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, so, somewhere along the line, we find out about Magical Sword. Yeah, the, the, I think the Magical Sword was the biggest of like the, do we need that? Well, see, the only reason they needed it was to tie in the crows. And I just feel like 
you couldn't have done better? Like, yeah. Well, they used it to kill the Nisha boy, yeah, right? Right. That's why they quote-unquote... And I don't know if maybe there is a sword in, in the Ruin and Rising. Um, it just felt like a desperate attempt to yeah. tie them all together, and I just felt like we didn't need to try that hard. Yeah. Like, it, it, we could have done a better job Dan of this. Nash need to kill the Nietzsche boy. <laughs> I mean, it was cool, but... It was pretty cool. It just it was this, a random side plot that just felt like yeah. chaos. It did feel and like chaos. A, we, we saw a whole other part of the world we never saw before. Yeah, because they went to Shuhan to find yeah. the sword. We had this whole reveal, not reveal, I don't know, of this woman. She was significant somehow. Yeah. Uh, who had the sword. She was another saint. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And she tried to kill them. Yeah. And she locked them in a building. A trap, like a Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, dungeon it did trap. feel like Dungeons and Dragons. Side note, it does feel like di- Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I like that about it. Me too. Like, the whole premise feels like a campaign. Yes. And that's kind of cool. Like, you got all these people with their different abilities. Some of them are magical. Some of them aren't. Yeah. And they all have their strengths and weaknesses. And they're doing cool stuff. And they're all part of the team. Mm -hmm. An ensemble cast. And they're off on their adventures. Oh, I agree. And the hijinks ensue. And it's great. It feels very (laughs) much like a and d campaign. Mm Mm-hmm. They get locked in a room. <laughs> yep, they do. And the Wyland does not. Um, and then they are drugged and they're or poisoned. Like, they're gonna die. But they're having... Uh, Epiphanies. Dreams. Uh, drug trips. <laughs> drug trips. And some of them are good, some of them are real bad. Yeah. And, like, Kaz is having flashbacks of his, his brother. brother being dead. And that horrible scenario. Jesper is remembering his mother, who we find out was also Grisha. Yeah. They call them something else, because he's from yeah. Zemini. He is Zemini. I don't know what the country's called. Um, and they're, like, considered honored people yeah. there. Yeah. But she was killed. I think she pr- was protecting some kid and died. So. Yeah. And so he has, like, tried to not give away his abilities because that scared him, I think. I think so. Um, well, yeah, no, Jesper's on, like, a healing his inner child journey with his vision. His as he talks like, to his mom. Talking she's, him through his yeah. life path and choices. Giving him some therapy. Yeah, and then Anej is... Dreaming about Kaz, which yeah. is a little basic, sweetie. It was cute, though. It was cute. And But then uh, she's like, this isn't real. You're yeah, being too sad. sweet. <laughs> She's like dreaming that she's gonna kiss them, and then she like pulls she's back. Like, and she's like, "Hold on, wait a second, this would never happen. This would never actually happen." And then she kind of snaps out of it, and then one of the twins went with them, and he's like, "Tolia, I don't know." I it's Tolia and Tamar, and I was so convinced that Tolia was the girl, but I'm pretty sure Tolia is a boy. Okay, uh, Sokka. Yeah, Sokka. He looks just like Sokka. Um, I don't remember. He's, like, deep meditating to try to not, like, slow his breathing down and his heart rate down so that he doesn't pass out. And somehow between him and Inej and Wylan, somehow between him and Inej, they get Wylan's attention, and Wylan manages to get them out of there. No. Wylan magically yeah. figures out what the t- poison is. Yeah. And that the butterflies that are in the garden that just was, happen to be the yeah, antidote. that was a little So weird. he breaks in. And shoves butterflies down their throats. Yep. That was a little weird. <laughs> that was like, you know, like you rolled a nat 20 on your medicine check. Yeah, exactly. 
And somehow the DM is really trying to get you out of this because you're all rolling death saves. Exactly. <laughs> so he's like, you find butterflies in the sky. And quick roll a history check for me. <laughs> you know that these butterflies <laughs> are the antidote to these poisonous flowers that happen to be everywhere. That's right. And, like, he's supposed to be a scientist. So there was the logic there. Yeah, it just felt It was a convenient. stretch. It was weird. It was, like, I didn't enjoy it. That episode was, I mean, I said, I enjoyed the, like, deep character work of the I dreams. I just feel like we could convenient. have found a better way to do that. I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. They get the sword. <laughs> they get the sword. It's a weird episode. Ugh. Um... Yeah, where do we go from here? I don't know. It's basically a crescendo of like they're gonna try to attack the fold, but like fold, the yeah. dark, they find out the darkling is going to um, kill. Like they try to find some, they find some kind of possible workaround where maybe they won't have to kill him now, or oh, because they have a heart render, they think they can maybe bring him back after she kills him. Yeah, that's and, their plan. Um, but the Darkling, before they can attack the Fold, decides to attack the orphanage that Alina grew up in because he knows that she can't resist yeah. trying to save them. Sure. And so, anyway, there's this big showdown. This is the final countdown. And it's um, a giant fight between everybody, basically. I mean, Always is. It's uh, Bagra. 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 When did she die? What? Kills her. I, it's not in the big fight. It's before the Yeah, big it was fight. before that. I don't remember. I think there's another clash with the Darkling before the big fight. Does she, like, stay behind? I can't remember. Because he, like, comes after them because they have this book which has the important information. Mm-hmm. And he knows that Mal's the Firebird, too. And he's, like, talking to him about it. And, um, I don't know. I just know Bogger dies, like, in her son's, like, arms after she, like, yeah. kills him. No, it doesn't kill him. She does something to him. She cut his hand off. Cut his hand off. And dies. And then he kills her, I think. Or his shadow people kill her. Yeah. And um, that he can't control. And that was really sad because Ben Mars is a good actor. And yeah. And he's like, as much as he's mistreating his mother and they're opposite sides and he's. They're the to only kill people her. who have been alive for centuries. Yeah, yeah. She's the only person alive who's known him right before he existed. You mm-hmm. know, like she's. His mom won, but they're a million years old, mm-hmm. and no one else knows them like they yep. know each other. Yep. So that was sad. That was a sad moment. It was indeed. Um. And then yes, yeah, so big fight, big fight. I don't even know, man. They pull it off. They- <laughs> like she destroys the fold. They kill Mel. They try to bring him back, but Nina can't bring. Him. Lena, after she kills the Darkling? Right? Don't remember. It's she kills the Darkling, and then Alina uses this power that she was warned about by Bagra, like, you don't bring people back from the dead, whatever, whatever. That's what, that's, that's where all their family drama started, apparently. Sure. Um, Alina brings Mal back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Where you get the idea that maybe she's becoming the dark lane. Bad news, man. And Mal is like out of sorts about it. Mm-hmm. And he feels like he was ready to die. Yeah. And now his life has no purpose. Right. Which is a, kind of a dramatic 180. But. Um, I mean, have you met him? 
fell so in love with Alina, but now we shouldn't be together because I was supposed to die. <laughs> and they literally separate for a while because of that. They're basically like, if it's meant to be, we'll come back they to each other. They had a weird thing where Nikolai was like, oh, hey, we still need a Sturmhund. Yeah. So do you want to be a pri- privateer? Yeah. And Mal's like, cool, I'll be the new Sturmhund. Yeah. Yeah. Am I saying that right? I don't <laughs> so, know. I don't know. Somebody made up words. Um, so... He's gonna go be the new Jack Sparrow. Yeah, so he starts flying the ship, and then, like, Inej is like... Oh, that's when she and Kat Kat tells her not to go. They have this long scene, which is beautifully done, just like the book, um, where he's like, I love you, I want you, Mm -hmm. and she's like... How? How? <laughs> with your gloves on. And yeah. then she says the iconic line about, like... I'll have all of you. Without your armor, Kazbrecker. Yeah. Um, and she dips. Yeah. And she goes off on the ship with Mal and Sturm, as Sturmhund. Yeah. And Tolia goes, too, and we get the impression that they're, like, making eyes at each other. Which I didn't appreciate. <laughs> I did not appreciate that little plot like, twist. Does Inej deserve better? Yes. Absolutely. But... Don't present her with it. How dare you? How dare you? Absolutely not. Doesn't matter what she deserves, she's getting Casper. And they, have some someone else with them, maybe? Yeah. I can't remember if someone's significant. Cause did Tamar go with them, or did she stay with Nikolai? I think she stayed with Nikolai. Um, so I don't remember. No, maybe she went with them. I can't remember. I don't think any of the crows went with no. Justin Edge. Um, and they're off going after slave ships. Yeah. Um, find her and take down slavers. Yeah. Um, so that's where we leave them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, There's a bee. Anesh killed the shadow people. Did we say that? There's a bee! (laughs) This is significant. The the TikToks have said there's a bee that lands (laughs) on... (laughs) Don't laugh at me. (laughs) There is a bee that lands on uh, Zoya's arm or something, I think. And she, like, brushes it off. That's supposed to be an Easter egg. That's supposed to be significant. Isn't she in the new series that neither of us have read? Maybe that's where it's from. Scars and King of Scars. King of Scars. King of of Scars. (laughs) Generic two-word title of a walking game. Right, yes. So confusing. Um, Maybe it's from that. Or maybe it's from Ruin and Rise. I don't know what we're tying in here. Um, But it was a a moment. I think she's in that series. Yeah, I think she is too. Um, And... I don't know if she is. I thought Nina was in that oh, series. And they're supposed to be in completely different timelines. So, I mean, maybe we're bending time, but... Um, oh. Yes, Inej killed the shadow people. Um, David dies? That was way back. It was, was very sad. Fight. No. Not the, not the fold fight beforehand. No, well, it wasn't at the fold, but maybe no. so. Yeah, it was he, very sad. He and Jenny are Jenya. trying to get away, and she, he saves her. Yeah. But then he's dead. Well, like, their whole storyline was so sweet and sad, because, like, he runs away, and then she he feels so bad about 
leaving her there yeah. and he finds that she's still alive. Yeah. And she feels like a monster because she's been disfigured. Yep. And um, he doesn't care. He thinks she's beautiful because you both. That was her. very sweet. And they're so sweet together. And then he dies to save her. He like puts her in an elevator and sends a her away. A dumb waiter, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he won't fit and sends her away. And then she goes back into the room and just sees blood everywhere. Yeah, and then she finds that he made her engagement ring before he died. Yeah. That was sad. Yep. They're so sweet. <laughs> they were very sweet. That was a little unnecessarily sad, oh, in my opinion. We didn't was. need that. So sad. Uh, Alina's like sobbing over Mal as she stabs him, and I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> you don't even know tragedy. David dies, and we're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Easily sadder. Anyway, I thought that was a little weird that they were like, I gotta go my own way. But I was glad that they gave the reason of Mal being like, I don't know if this is real because apparently I have some weird draw to you. Right, sure. And I don't know what's real and what's not now. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's just take a break, basically. And if it's meant to be, it'll be... I was at least glad they gave a reason for their dramatic sure. <laughs> breaking up after they were so star-crossed in love. <laughs> Alina is going to rule? She's going to lead the second army? Yeah, like the Darkling did. Okay. She's dressed as a queen. Yeah, she's going to lead the Grisha. Um, and Nikolai is going to be... King. What's the word? It's a coronation. Yeah. I don't know what the word is to become king. Yeah. Um, and that's... And they're still engaged in the eyes of everyone. She's... Which one? It's his coronation. Yes. That the shit goes down. Yes. They're is not married yet. Alina's not there, is she? She is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's there with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's his fiancé. That's right, that's right. And that's um, when she cuts the person in half. Right. Because... Somebody stands up at the coronation. Oh, that was so gross. And starts popping everybody's brains. Yeah. Right? It's like puking blood. Yeah. And just like she's walking down the aisle basically and like takes them out row by row by row. And that's when Alina uses the cut, right? And slices her in half. And, um. I thought that was so cool. Were we being. Was there a narration? Was Pekka Rollins narrating about Maybe. the Jurdaparam, Jurdaparam, however you say it? Um, it's a drug. It's a drug that, that makes Grisha more powerful, but it also, like, Drugs strings them out, yeah. and they're worthless afterwards. Addicted, and, like, will die if they don't have the drug, yeah. but, like, the drug will kill them. Yeah, it's and a catch-22. It is the inciting incident of Six of Crows. Yes. And I was very excited to see that, because that's what I thought maybe we were going to do next as a big story. Definitely. Especially when they wrapped up all the Darkling stuff in this one season. I was like, well, we're going to have to be setting up Six of Crows as the main plot point, and so it's cool to see them do that. Yeah. Um, Because that is such a neat thing to play with. The Especially when, like, the kingdom's so fragile with the relationships between the Grisha and the humans after what went down with the Darkling. Mm-hmm. The humans don't trust them. 
and now have that come on the scene. It's yes. like X-Men. It's like X-Men. <laughs> I love, I've always loved X-Men, like all the mutants and their powers, and then the general populace tries to control them. Like, it's very interesting, and that scene was so gross. <laughs> well, I was like, this is a different rating than the last episode. No, it definitely, it, it pulled you back in. Yeah. You were like, oh, wait, is this good? Yeah. That's how I felt anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I'm kind of checked out at this point. This is a lot so, of weirdness. And then so that excited. happened, and it was like, it, this is like Game of Thrones about better. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was, that was, it ended on a high note for me yes. with that violence. <laughs> we also saw Nikolai, but right before he was getting ready to be crowned king, like, looks in the mirror, and he just sees the shadow. Yes, so... And he's got, like, a wound on his shoulder from the fight. Yeah. So. Um, Alina, in the book, had a wound from one of those that never healed throughout the series, or throughout the book. Um, so, I'm guessing. That's what they're doing. We're leading they're... into that. That's so cool. Um, we also have breezed over, because it was not prevalent, but we had bits and pieces of Matthias in prison. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, wow. And we got more of his... Backs, not really his backstory, but like his the religion, culture. the culture of the Firidans, mm-hmm. and um, where he ultimately ends up is killing guards in yeah. prison, mm-hmm. which is going to mean they're going to let him out. Like, yeah. um, Kaz got Nina, yes, a pardon for him, right. and she's like, I have a pardon for him. I and have a pardon. For as him. she's there, she watches him kill guards. As opposed to the wolves he was supposed to fight. Yeah. Because those are a symbol of his people and he won't kill them. Yeah. Um, so he kills the guards. Yeah. Guard? Guards? Um, Which, of course, that pardon's not going to They're not going to let him out after no that. No good behavior. Um, so, yeah, there were bits, of piece, bits and pieces of that scattered throughout, yeah. which was... I, I liked that element. I like that, too. I, M- Matthias and Nina are probably... I don't know. I I liked them better than Kaz and Inej the first time I read yeah. the series. I might still. Not sure. Um, and well, it's been fun to watch that slow burn build up. It's been fun to watch it chronologically because when you read the book, it's, it's all prose. It's just him in prison and Nina trying to get him out. That's how you're introduced to this couple. Yeah. And then you see everything that we built in season one of this show with them as flashbacks yeah. as the book goes on. So right. you see this man who just hates this woman mm-hmm. and then you're seeing all these flashbacks of them being in love. And you see how they came to be. Yeah. That way. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun to just yeah. feel that build and feel right. those tension. Well, now we've spent them. a whole season with them apart. Yeah. And he's been in prison this whole time. They and I she betrayed him. really, I liked that first the first time he sees her mm-hmm. when he's in prison mm-hmm. and the last time he sees her when he's in prison both of those scenes were fantastic yes um that's great it's really good i'm i'm yeah i just love the characters i do too i love them all and i really like i feel like all the actors have done a great job they're perfect um Perfectly my blessed. worry I guess. <laughs> and the reason, like, this feels like an across-the-board thing. Second seasons, never that great. They're kind of waffling. Like, they always struggle. And it's like, if, if a show is going to be fantastic, the second season, probably a little shaky. Mm-hmm. And that seems like we should know how to tighten that up by now. Yeah. Because it's like, doesn't that make or break whether your show is going to continue? Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's where I'm at, where I'm like, are they going to get a third season? Because that was a little rocky. Yeah. Like, I wish we hadn't wasted so much time on that stuff they when we better. might not even get a third season. They better get a third season because, like, there's like better. we just unlocked we so much. We need it. We need it. And it's just like, well, another funny thing that they did is, like, the storyline of defeating Pekka Rollins is in the Great Kingdom, right? I think so. Yeah. Because it wasn't in Six of Crows. Yeah. And they put that here before right. the Six of Crows storyline. So, so they're out of order. remixing so exactly. many things, which is just crazy. Yes. But they're doing a really good job with that aspect of it. I think yeah. I did, I trust that they're gonna do their best. But I don't know. I don't know. I they better worry. get a third season. Netflix is just dumb though because like it doesn't matter. They don't advertise their shit. Yeah. And, like I talked to like four people, not four people, at least two people. I was like, yeah, Shadow and Bow season two is out. And they were like, oh, I'm so excited to watch that. It's out? Yeah. They didn't know it was out. And these things are so determined by, like, how well they do in their first week. I know. And it's like, so no one knows your shows are coming out yeah. and wants to watch your shows? Yep. It's a mess. It's so dumb. It is a mess. And that's why I worry. Where yeah. it's like, oh, Netflix has not been in great uh, regard this yeah. year. Yeah. And... I don't feel like that season was fantastic. It had really good moments. I liked a lot of it, yeah. but it was not very solid. Um, and I don't know. I just I'm like we we got past it. Like let's let's lean in. Let's do well. Let's let the third season happen. Get those people back. It, <laughs> Even if they didn't do a fourth season. Because like, once again, I feel like I loved every second of it. But it would lose people like Zach. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It would lose people like Zach. Absolutely. I think. You know? Where it's like, I'm here. For, I love these characters. I will stick by them. beside That's mine. But the story structure is a little messy. Yes. It's a little chaotic. Exactly. So, in the sword episode, we did get the golden moment where uh, Nina was pretending to be Kaz Brecker's wife and called him so, yeah, that was a gift. That was a fun little. <laughs> I, again, there all of these moments we could have done just better. Yeah, we yeah. didn't need antidote butterflies. Yeah, we could have tightened it up a little. We didn't really need a magic sword. Like I don't know, do better. And that's where yeah, I don't know. I felt like the shoe storylines, this person, and like we talk about things. I'm like. That has to be more prelevant in another series or in something she wants to write. Like, that's how I felt. I mean, because, like, she it's has... not doing anything for it right now. She has built a whole world. Yeah. It's not doing anything for it right now. Yeah. But it's like... I just... That's the kind of thing where it's like you're going to waste all your time introducing these things that might never come to be. If you can't get a tight enough season to get season Exactly. Three. Yeah. Like, if you never get a season three, what was the point in introducing the shoe culture? Yeah, like... Exactly. No, I agree. I agree. But that's where I, I'm sure there's a purpose to build out the story, but when you only got ten episodes and you're trying to fit all this stuff yeah. in it, like, you gotta pick and choose. Um, yeah. Well, especially with so many characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so good, though. Anyway. I love Kaz and Anesh. I love Anesh. I love Kaz and Anesh. I love Matthias. It's so funny because I, I feel Nina. like you have this like soft spot. Like the softest spot in your heart is for Anesh. Oh, yeah. And for me, it's Kaz. 
He's okay, I guess. <laughs> I like him because Inej likes him. <laughs> Inej can do no wrong. She's perfect I mean, in yeah, every she way. She is kind of perfect. <laughs> She's a gift. Oh, goodness. I don't know. I'm sure you, when you... Because, like, the books are cool because they're told in all the different perspectives. Yeah. You get chapters from... She learned that it was boring to read everything in first person from Alina's point yeah. of view. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun because you... Every different chapter, like, you cycle through them. You yes. get point of views from all the crows. And, yep. um... I'm sure everyone has their favorite, like, point of views, chapters, and I just love casts. Nina's... Nina's is probably the best to read. I like the Nash's a lot too. But yeah, I love I love them. I love those They're two so stuff. much. It's great. They're all good. I love them all. Yeah, it's really a good ensemble. They balance each other out. Mm-hmm. Very entertaining. But yeah, I don't know. Overall, I still loved every second of it. <laughs> Even the stupid <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I just don't want that to be the downfall yeah. to the end of the show. I like, feel like we don't a get a of, season three because of the yeah. dumb butterflies. Oh, like, a lot, yeah, a lot of shows when stupid stuff happens like that, I'm like checked out. Yeah, I'm like whatever. This show, stupid stuff's happening. I'm like, what? <laughs> what's going on? Like, I'm trying to figure it out because I like this show so much, so I don't want to be lost. Yeah, but there was no... You couldn't hold on. Like, you were getting bucked off. Like, there was no saving it. So much chaos. I loved it, though. It had a lot of good moments. Poor Ben. He's dead. I, yeah, I was a little disappointed by that, honestly. I know. It just happened so fast. It was... I don't know. I, I feel bad for him. I do feel bad for him. Maybe they'll let him come back for, like... Some nightmares or something. Maybe <laughs> film some nightmare scenes for Maybe he, can, he haunts Nikolai. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. He'd do it. Oh, he would. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, the one thing that I really like is I feel like it's so refreshing to see everyone on the cast be like, like their character. I like this show. Yeah. I like my character. I'm yeah. excited about them. Mm-hmm. Like. Most of them seem to have read the books that their characters are Yeah, I, I had seen, and I don't know if these are, you know, edits or real or from something. I think that the Matthias actor uh-huh. and the Nina actor, uh-huh. like, have legitimate tattoos. Like, I think he got a wolf tattoo for this oh. character. She has, or he has, I don't know, one of them has a tattoo of the other's handwriting on them. Oh my god. Because they're, like, tight. Yeah. So. That's fantastic. Well, I loved um, some interview where um, Amita was saying that, like, when she read the book, she doesn't picture herself as an edge reading the book because, I don't know, if she read it before she knew she got the part okay. or just in preparation and she yeah. didn't know, so... And then Freddie, Freddie said to her, like, oh, no, Amita, you gotta reread the books and picture yourself. It's like, it's great. <laughs> Uh, it's a real good. That's time. hilarious. <laughs> He's like, I do it every night. Exactly. <laughs> real... And I need a little confidence boost. I'm just paging through. Yeah, there I am. Mm, <laughs> there so it is. Cool. 
so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's nice. I, I said this to Ashley before. Like, it's just refreshing as a teenager who grew up uh, watching Rob Pattinson spit on his role of Edward Cullen. Right after reading and enjoying those books so much. And I yeah. was just like, you're such an ass. You're such an ass. Yeah. Just ruin this for everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Like, oh, I, yeah, you're not. You're too good for the thing that made you a multimillionaire. Right. Okay. <laughs> good for you. You also ruined that role for everybody in the movies. <laughs> yep. So it's just refreshing to see this cast be like, oh, supporting the project that I'm in, and right. I'm really excited for this opportunity. Right. No. <laughs> I like it. Like, even if they're lying, like, I don't think they are. They seem to genuinely enjoy it. But even if they don't enjoy it as much as they're acting, they're, like, this is called being a professional. Right. They're doing a good job of making it seem like a team effort, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Well, they have all the stories of them making note after work and stuff, mm-hmm. so they gotta be having a good time on set. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I hope we get a season three. We had freaking better get it. If I don't get to see Kaz and Nash. I will also be upset. I will be so mad. If we don't do the... Nina the, Matthias reunited. Don't talk to me about them. <laughs> don't talk to me about them. We're here for the romance. We're here for the romance. Yeah. Please and thank you. I will storm down to that headquarters myself. We've arrived. Oh, it's okay. just us with signs. Yeah, give us. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my goodness. Anyway, you have any closing thoughts? Mm-hmm. I don't either. Like I said, it was a little messy, but I just love it so much, and I want season three because I think it's going to be so epic. <laughs> I mean, they really set us up for that. So they really set us up. Let it shine. Right just... into Six of Crows, and Six of Crows is like heralded as one of the best books in this genre. It's... Like it has been a great seller. For How years great and would years. it be to see it? Like, exactly, let's do it. Exactly. Let's do it. Mal and Alina can just take a back seat. It's fine. Yep, they've had their time in the sun. Yep. <laughs> Well, and I mean, the setups that they've given yeah. Alina and Nikolai, yes. m- which, you know, might happen, there might be more to it in Ruin and Rising, um, that seems fun, too. Like, oh, yeah. I would like to see that play out, too. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. love Six of Crows. <laughs> I love Six of Crows, and we're just ready for that book. Yep. Like, that's what we're going to as the main plot. Yeah. Love it so much. <laughs> All right, well, we have an Instagram, and sometimes I remember to update it. <laughs> I always remember eventually. Sometimes it just takes me a week or two. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. It is at Story Analysis Podcast, and you can check us out there and leave us comments and tell us what you want us to watch. Um, we'll talk to you all next time. Bye.